Welcome to the Stress Nanny Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Miller, and I'm so glad you're here. Sometimes on the Stress Nanny, we do interviews, and sometimes it's just me. Today is one of those days. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about meditation, and then I'm going to share a meditation because I had a request for one. By the way, I always welcome requests, so if there's a topic you'd like to see covered, or if there's a specific meditation you'd like me to share, feel free to reach out, and I'd love to accommodate you. So this meditation is one that I shared with my nephew most recently. It's one of my favorites and a go-to when I practice meditation with individuals or in groups. My nephew was presenting his science fair project. Prior to his giving his talk regarding the project to the judges, he was sitting outside while the judges were wandering around the auditorium looking at the cardboard presentation, the trifold boards the kids had put together. My nephew sat there on the bench, visibly nervous, as any of us would be if we were being judged for a science fair. And sometimes it's hard to remember what it's like to be that nervous when you're a 10-year-old. But I could see in his posture and in his face that he was having a hard trouble containing the anxiety that was coming to him from this very stressful experience. I walked over to him and noticed he was coloring on his phone, doing a little coloring app. I put my arm around him and I gave him a hug and just kind of watched for a minute. And then I asked him if he wanted to start breathing. Sometimes 10-year-olds can be a little reluctant to use breathing. And this time was no exception. He kind of looked over at me and he nodded. And so then I started with the meditation. Over time, he got less and less invested in his coloring app and more and more invested in my words. But it took a bit. Eventually, he set down his phone and he just focused on my words and focused on breathing. I share that story to illustrate not only the benefits of meditation in a variety of situations, it was crowded in that room we were in. There were a bunch of other kids. It wasn't a quiet place. But meditation can be kind of a good, better, best practice. It's good if you just stop what you're doing and take a few deep breaths. I'm an advocate of just finding a few minutes every day, either before you go to bed or when you wake up in the morning. But if even that eludes you, taking some deep breaths every time you're at a stoplight or when you're at a stop sign, taking a few deep breaths before you pick up your kiddos from school or get them off the bus, taking a few deep breaths when you wake up in the morning, all of those can have such a beneficial impact on the body. Meditation can benefit not only from helping us settle down and calm our nervous system with breathing. It can also help us with our mental energy to kind of clear space in our mind for creativity. It can help us to think with more clarity and focus about our day. And it can help us to set aside worries that may kind of follow us around consistently. So my nephew that day at the science fair, I imagine his worries were about what the judges thought of his board, if he was going to remember everything he wanted to say to the judges during his interview, if he was going to be able to go on and go to the next round of the science fair. So many different things. One of the reasons that I shared this meditation with him is because it's one that offers peace no matter what the situation is. So even in that crowded room, we were able to access a measure of relaxation and peace that was helpful, useful to him, 
and I always love offering meditation, so it was helpful to me too. It helps me relax and calm down when I can share a meditation with someone else. So feel free to use this meditation at your convenience. Feel free to download it, record it, you know, use it for your kids, use it for yourself, anytime it might come in handy. And also know you can use it in your own way. So you could take my words and you could adapt them and utilize them in a situation or a time that is more applicable to you or fits your needs better. Don't feel like there's a right or a wrong way to meditate. Meditation is a lifelong practice, and no one who meditates feels like they're good at it. So in this moment, if you can take a few deep breaths as I share these thoughts, feel like you've accomplished meditation. Feel the success of it, feel the benefit of it, and then just keep trying in whatever way, shape, or form your meditation takes. Just keep trying to make it a part of your world, and slowly the practice will grow on you, and you'll grow with the practice. So without further ado, I'd like to share the meditation that I shared that day with my nephew. Imagine yourself standing in a circle. You're standing surrounded by people that love you. You look around, you make eye contact with everyone in the circle. You see the love in their eyes. You see how much they care for you, how much they want the best for you. And you begin to feel that love fill you up. As you continue to look around, there might be more people entering the circle. More and more people who just love you so very much. Who have the utmost regard for you. Who want everything that you want for yourself. And as you continue to look around the circle, you begin to feel that love fill you even more. Initially, it feels like just a bit of love creeping in through your toes, but then it grows, moves up to your knees, you're filled to your belly, and then to your shoulders, and the love just won't stop pouring in. Before you know it, there's love all the way up to your head. You're filled with love. All the people around you sending that love straight at you, it just fills you completely, so much that it's overflowing from you. Take a minute and just feel the love. Look around the circle. Look at all the people who are there, who care for you deeply, who want so many good things for you, who care about how your day goes, who care about what you need. They care about what you're scared of. They care about your dreams and your goals. They care about everything about you. And as you look at that circle and feel the love continue to flow through you, you realize it's overflowed. It's overflowed right out of you. Take another deep breath in. And as you exhale, think of the person in that circle who loves you the best. Look at that person and then notice that the love that's overflowing from you is starting to feel them. It's up to their knees. It's up to their belly, their shoulders. The love that's flowing from everyone through you to that person fills all the way up to their head. They are now completely filled with love too. 
so you and the person you love best are filled with more love than what you can hold. And before you know it, that love starts overflowing from that person too. Are you thinking of them? Can you see them right now? The love has filled them up completely, and now it's flowing to someone else. Think of someone around you. Perhaps you don't know them very well. You may have passed them this morning in the hallway. You may have driven past them in your car. They might be someone who walks around your block every day. You don't know them very well, but you sense that they're okay. Start to imagine the love filling that person too. There's so much love flowing from your circle that it fills you, it fills the person you love best, and then it fills someone that you don't even know that well. There's that much love. Notice that person full of love, up to their knees, up to their belly, their chest, now their head. They are also full of love. Sometimes, love is hard to give to other people. But in this instance, you feel so much of it that it gets a little easier. So now, think of someone that maybe you have a little trouble extending love to. Maybe it's someone that's hard to love, or someone you've had a struggle with. Think of that person. And notice, the love keeps flowing to you flows from you to the person you love best, then to a neutral person, a person you don't know very well. And then it flows from that person to a person you have contention with, or you're angry with, have a struggle with. As you watch, the love begins to fill that person too. Up to their knees, to their belly, to their shoulders, and all the way out their head. That person is filled with love too. Now you might think that's all the love you've got, but as you look around the circle, you realize the love is still flowing. The supply of love that's coming at you is never ending. It's not going to stop. You look around and you notice the people, they're not getting tired of loving you. They're excited about it. It fills them up. They're happy to do it. They're happy to give you that love, and you're just as happy to receive it. So as you realize there's so much love coming from you to the person you love best, to the person you don't know so well, to the person you have hard feelings with, it's even overflowing out of them, and you start to see it fill. It can fill your home. It could fill a classroom eventually fill the world. So think now of that supply of love. It's steady and constant and it's flowing at you all the time. Whether or not you're aware of it, whether or not you recognize the influence of it, it's always coming to you. And then from you, it has the chance to flow to the person you love best to the person you don't know so well, to the person you have hard feelings with, and then to your home, it fills it. It fills it right up. Every room. You notice the love, it kind of compounds. 
the more of it that's there, the faster it fills and the more full and warm and safe you feel. You're home now. Most of the rooms are filled. It's up to the top, up to the ceilings. It fills your attic and then it flows into your classroom or your bus or maybe your homeschool room. Whatever room you find yourself in consistently on a daily basis, imagine the love going there. It fills the room such that when you walk in it, you feel it immediately. You feel it like a warm blanket surrounding you, wrapping you up, holding you, and keeping you safe. Helping you be confident, helping you be kind, helping you do your best. Now from the classroom, it could flow into a baseball field, a soccer pitch, it could flow into a basketball court, a dance studio, wherever the other places are where you spend your time, imagine the love going there too. Imagine it filling every room. Imagine it becoming so full of love that when you walk in, you can't help but feel it. And as you imagine that, you notice that even then the love overflows. There's more of it that can be contained in any of those places or in any of those people. And that's when it begins to wash over the world. All of a sudden, the love that's in you, from all the people who love you, has extended from you to the person you love best, to someone you don't know so well. To someone you have hard feelings with, to your home, classroom, any other place you spend your time, and then the world. That love finds its way to little corners of the world where it's needed, places where people might feel lonely or afraid, places where people are hurting. Places where there is need or hunger. Places where love doesn't feel like it's possible. Your love, that huge love that flows from you, it can go to those places. So as you send it there now, feel the strength of it. Feel the potential of it and the steadiness of it. That the love that comes from your circle has the potential to soothe not only your worries, not only your insecurities or anxieties, it has the potential to fuel your dreams, it also has the potential to spread from you outward to the person that loves you best. To a person you don't know so well. To a person you have hard feelings with. To your home. To your classroom. To any other place you spend time. And then to the world. Every bit of it. All the love that flows from you is enough to cover the whole world. In fact. 
like a big warm blanket. The love that flows from your circle flows out from you in all directions. It emanates and reaches the places where it's needed most, the places where it's appreciated. And the beautiful thing is, so often when your love touches someone else, it starts coming back to you from there also. And it's reciprocated in beautiful ways, such that the love that initiated from your circle compounds, broadens, and expands in incredible ways. So as you continue to breathe in, continue to feel that love. Feel the fullness of it, the steadiness of it, and the strength of it. And every time you breathe in, let that love settle in your heart. Let it guide you. Let it give you peace. And let it strengthen you. And know that in the moments you share it, it's only compound and made into more. Take a few more deep breaths in. Feeling whole, complete, and accepted in the love from your circle. As you begin to bring awareness back to the present moment, Rub your thumbs against your fingertips. If you've had your eyes closed, you can open them gently. If you've been wandering around your house or doing something else as you listen, you can kind of re-engage, come back to the present moment with whatever it is you're doing. But no matter what you do for the rest of today, just know that that love is flowing constantly toward you. You can count on it, you can lean on it, and you can share it. Namaste. So when I shared that meditation with my nephew, we referred to the room that he was in at the near the auditorium where all of the judges were. I told him to imagine that room filled with love. So that when he walked in, that was all he felt. He was just awash in it. It was just a big curtain of love. That was the only way he could get through that door, was by going through it. I left him a few minutes later, because I was actually one of those judges, and I needed to get in the room. And um, I found him afterward, and I had seen from the meditation and the way that he settled that he was feeling better. And I had encouraged him to keep breathing. But what surprised me was how afterward he came up to me and said, Aunt Lindsay, it was so weird. As soon as I walked in that room, I felt fine. I felt great. I wasn't worried at all. Sometimes simple words have such a powerful impact, especially on little minds. We can help guide them 
to the places and the feelings and the experiences that we want them to have and invite them to focus their attention on things that will empower them and strengthen them. So if this meditation is useful to you, I invite you to listen to it. Like I said, feel free to download it, adapt it, and use it as you will. I first got the idea from it from Sharon Salzberg, who is a fantastic meditation coach and expert. And it's a loving kindness meditation. So there are other formats of it that you're welcome to look up online. Sharon does a beautiful one also. There's YouTube recordings and then she has um, her own website, etc. that you can access. But just get comfortable with the idea, too, that meditation doesn't have to be like searching for transcendental insights, and it doesn't have to be accessing higher realms of consciousness. It can be all of those things, but it can also just be pointing your attention at the things that will empower you, the things that will serve you, and the things that will help you to do your life's work. I hope it's been helpful. See you next time. Thank you.